Yingling. Group Wu Tang. Our soul artist pun. Wings. I'm a simple man. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Back at it for another week. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I am Old Head Ed, aka Ed Energy, aka Ed Energia, bebiendo una cerveza fría for my Spanish speaking people. Also, I'm a hip hop's Mr. Get Off My Lawn. This is some old head shit. This week, I'm joined. I'm joined by an esteemed guest, um, one fourth of the crew, what they do. Dope MC in his own right. Um, you might have caught him on the uh, video for uh, Ultimate High. If not Ultimate High, it's uh, Sweet Things They Say, the second single off the uh, Substance Abuse album. Uh, if you don't know by now, I'm just going to clue you into who it is. None other than Spaz. What's going on, man? Doing well. And yourself, sir? Doing, doing great, man. Thank, Thanks for thank having you. me. Oh, yo, thank you for taking the time and sitting down, man. This is a pleasure, bro. It's a pleasure. Um, Spaz, uh, where to start? I usually, I usually say... Um, First time I met the person, and then we go into like you know how they got to where they're at. I think the first time I met Spaz was the video release party for the Ultimate High in Wynwood. Okay. He was yeah he was there that night. That was the first time we met. Right. Um and uh, I, I met you through Aldo. Aldo's an old time friend and whatnot. So sweet Jesus. Yes. So when I heard uh, Aldo was working on an album with a couple of talented brothers, I had met Orion way back, right. and I was like I gotta check that out. Came through. I was impressed. I was actually checking out the SoundCloud page beforehand, so I heard okay. a couple of the tracks. That was really dope. Right. Um, and your props, man. I appreciate a dope ass album, man. Appreciate you, dope. man. You you've really been showing support uh, for the last couple of shows. Definitely, I really appreciate that, and I'm pretty sure the group could all attest to that too as well, man. We Fresh. It's easy, man. When when the music is so good, it don't it don't take much to support. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. It's nah, just man. automatic. So Spaz, let's start. I don't want to start at the very beginning, but let's talk. Um, you and you getting into music. Um, I've always been into music since a kid, since I was, I mean, like a baby, you know, I always loved music, not just hip hop, but just music in general. Okay. Um, what got me into hip hop was just, I, I would write a lot, especially when my younger, like preteen, 12, 13, I did a lot of writing, a lot of like, not so much lyrics, like poetry, stuff that rhymed, but didn't so much go with the beat. Okay. And then it wasn't until like, I saw this dude that this cat, neighborhood cat named Peter, he was freestyling. And that was the first time I ever saw somebody like freestyling like right there, like talking about what's happening in the moment, pointing out stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was the illest thing in the world. <laughs> I was like, yo, I wanna do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so as soon as everybody broke out, everybody left, I got the, I was in my room just walking in circles like this right here, around with that, like that. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I was doing that for like I don't know how long. And then it got into my writing. I started putting beats to my, like, whatever I would write. Because I would just write just a form of venting and just, you know, that teenage angst Dang, and yeah. all that. So that's when, it, that's when it was like, oh, wait, like, not only, because I always loved hip hop, but I never saw myself, like, being a rapper, per okay. se. Yeah. And then once I just started doing it, I'm like, oh, damn, like, I just fell more in love with the process of it and just actually doing it. So that that's what kicked me off. 
into it. Then I got like, you know, joined like my first group in high school. Okay. Got like a karaoke machine, and that was like my first studio. You know, nice. the dual yeah, yeah. cassette yeah. rack and the CD playing on top. So we would get like this, the singles of like CD. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah they used to have the singles, the and they had the instrument. Get the mm -hmm. instrumental. Had the Nas. Um, it was really. Hate, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was for Hate Me Now, and okay. then the beast. Like it came with another song on the song, side, and it yeah. was Doctor Knockboot. Okay. And they had that, and I was, and I rhymed to that beat. Ah. And I was just like it was, it was, it was ill. It was um, so I just kept doing it, kept doing it. Then, uh, you know, eventually into a studio, like home studios, homies and stuff like that. Uh, just, a step up from the yeah, karaoke machine. And it just yeah, and it just you know, as time progressed, and you know, everybody from that high school group, like you know, people just you know started falling off, falling off. Like I just maintained my pen. I just okay. kept writing and writing and. Um, yeah, now fast forward to, to now, like I just, I never put the pen down, you know what I mean? There were times that I did put the pen down, Yeah. you know what I mean? Life and everything, but like, you, I didn't stay away from it long, you know okay. what I mean? So, yeah, not not uh, not long enough to forget how it is, you right. still had the muscle memory, yeah, so to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Dope, dope. Um, you remember, okay, you remembered your first time you recorded karaoke mm -hmm. style on the machine, yes. uh, getting together with Cash Rhyming over the beat um, studio. Your first performance, do you remember what that was like? My first performance, yes, my first official performance was in Overtown. It was with me and my group, and it was a part, it was this uh, event called Overtown Come Alive. Okay. The headliners were, uh, was Piccolo. Uh, this was at the time when uh, uh, Picture on a T-shirt was popping. Okay, So, okay. and the person who was actually running, doing the sound and doing all the, you know, the vibes for the day yeah. was uh, Uncle Al. Wow. So and like wow. my and my our set was on a cassette tape. This is how far back it was on a cassette tape when it wasn't when people yeah. were looking at you no. weird like what are you handing me? No, yeah, yeah like hey Uncle Al, here's a cassette tape. He was he like knew exactly what to do you. with it. Put this in here as it should be, sir. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was that it was around like I would say 99, 98, 99, not not 2000 yet. Okay. And um yeah, that was that was the Ill, I thought I thought I was a signed rapper at that point. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh no, there was a crowd. Was this a, a, a good enough crowd for yeah. it to be like, oh, there's people here that's listening to us, a bunch yeah. of kids and stuff. And it was like it ran from early in the day till nighttime. Okay. And we were on earlier during the day because yeah. we were like some young cats, you know, whatever. But we had like a little thing. There was at the time in Overtown, a lot of Overtown people or like local cats would remember there was this dude named Big Will. Okay. Rest in peace, Big Will. Um, but at the time he had this single that was. Killing the Hood uh, was called Hennessy and Money, I believe. And his thing was Ghetto Fam. That was his whole stuff. Right. So we, my group, actually, we were supposed to be in. Like, we met up that day. He was mm -hmm. like, yo, welcome to Ghetto Fam. I remember that whole thing. Like, we are rappers, yes. sir. We're here with, like, the people who are supposed to be here. At night time came, the whole hood was out. It was all the overtime was out. And then that's when Big Will and these cats came up to do the, the single um, Hennessy and Money okay. and then he was like y'all come up just come up on stage and I was like oh wait we're going on stage again and this time there's a whole group of people that was the point I was like oh I'm doing this this yeah. is this is this is love right here Piccolo came up did their thing and it was just I'll never forget that whole day because we were out there from sun up till sundown, like yeah. past it. We were out there, just powered by hip hop, mm -hmm. just like uh, just the energy. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that was my first official show, Uncle Al. It's like as I look back on it, I'm like, yo, that was. 
I was there to see something like that's Miami culture right there. Yeah, you know I was gonna saying? say those are staples like yeah. Piccolo and Uncle Al. It's yeah. like those names they ring bell mm-hmm. down to you. Yeah, you know? that was the first first official taste of being on stage and seeing you know other than like high school like getting you know yeah. little talent shows and with stuff. a couple people this watching. This was the yeah. first time like oh this is a show show. Yeah. Wow yeah, wow. Man. How was the how was the reception? Do you remember? Yo, like like I said, it was a bunch of it was kids. So when we got on. Like, they were, you could tell these kids were like, yo, we're just happy to be out the crib, and this is music, ain't nobody getting shot, nobody's fighting, like, we're just happy. We don't even know who these guys are. Like, there were little girls grabbing on our pants and stuff. I'm like, yo, we are the Jackson 5 here, dog. We are killing the game. We're was doing, there even like, five of y'all? Yo, it was like, it was me, uh, it was like four of us. Okay, me, my boy, enough, and I remember all enough. of me, uh, my boy Nova, Killer B, and Jit. It was four of us. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. I, was, I was luxury at the time i wasn't oh, okay. spaz oh, i was really? yeah. yeah i went through so many stupid names did you drop a song called like lap of luxury or something nah, like that was it in there nah, nah it was okay. called lyrical e-class or some dumb <laughs> shit that i came up with i was like 15 thinking i was cool yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's what we do when mm-hmm. we're 15 yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. dope dope and then uh so that you kept like you said you you, you took a couple steps away sometimes but you never never lost uh the passion for it mm-hmm. And you you uh you kept pushing. Um, when was the next when was the next part of the evolution of Spaz where it was like okay, I'm starting to get um this is like this is comparable to being on stage mm-hmm. and and feeling that energy. That the next step was actually getting because at that time I had yet to really get in the studio. Like okay. that track that we did was once again in our home studio in our bathroom in a with a karaoke machine. Yeah, it had three socks over, over the microphone the as a pop, pop filter. filter. So. After that, I think I hit this like a studio studio. No, I hit like home studios like around 18, and then I hit my first like studio studio, like big, you know, big type of production studio when I was like uh, 20, 21. But I got a lot more better quality stuff coming out of some of the home studios that I was working in from the closets than I got out of that huge studio. Wow. But yeah, from that point, it was, um, yeah, I started, met up with my boy uh, Weird. Uh, shout out to my dog Weird, who now he's uh, he has a, a cooking show on um, YouTube called The Burner. Oh, dope. He's a chef by trade, but nice. he, was, uh, he was when I met up with him, I was 18, um, and he was just like the big homie. And then we started, we got together, and we basically did a, a mixtape series called Category Seven. We okay. Did, like three different uh, versions, uh, three volumes of that. We uh-huh. did a album, and. That was when I really started cutting my teeth as far as uh, learning style mm. and cadence and flow and everything. Because before that, it was just punch. It was just yeah, dead yeah. in the middle of little literally yeah, all yeah. day. To- That's all I was doing. <laughs> no breath control. Yeah. No concept of right of bars or structure yeah. or anything. You just had all these thoughts that you yeah. were trying to get out. And my boy really, he he really guided me in that sense of like teaching me how like you know to add like you know swag to a beat or flow and this was before cats were using that word swag he was always like yeah you gotta get a little swaggy on the beat and i just remember he always say that and then once it started popping off i'm like you should have really trademarked that man (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he really uh yeah so around that time that's when i started taking it more serious like okay like yeah, now we're doing the overnight sessions and okay. studios, and and I'm getting my hands in executive producing, nice. and we're you know cutting up, uh, getting the you know uh, the inserts made for the CDs and Dope. going around and just like you know posting up you know, yeah. stickers, yeah, and, hitting and, up there. Yeah, you already know, like just promoting ourselves heavy and 
and taking the series. And that was the Category it. 7 series? That was Category okay, 7 dope. series, yeah. So so Category 7 hit Miami pretty yeah, much? Yeah, that was it, and that yeah. Was, that was at the hands the of you and Weird. Yeah, yeah, you know, Weird dope. just coming through, just... Yeah, we just would get on because that was at the time when mixtapes were like really, you know, Fifty Cent and yeah. all these guys brothers. So it was like, all right, let's just get these tracks and just start, you know, rhyming over these industry beats, and then, you know, at the same time make our own little beats, and then we put the album out. Uh, we had a few now or never. Um, we had a few. We had a bunch. It was yeah. fun. It was a fun process. You know what I'm saying? And and definitely a, an important one for for my development. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Dope, dope. Then uh, we jump forward a little bit. Um, then you uh you dropped an EP. How long after that did you drop pieces? The EP. Funny thing is, like I said, I met I was in a group in high school. Then I met up with my dog Weird, and then you know we were going through through our um, the category sevens. After that, I then joined another collective called Organic Flow, which was me, my boy, um, our boy Choppy Choppy Blaze, who now goes by Monk Matthias, White Fang. They're up in Grand Rapids, and he's uh, Monk is actually doing really really great things through hip-hop okay um, he's a part of organization of, um, above the AOTA I'm sorry choppy uh, you know what I'm saying he's doing just a bunch of good things but that was another collective and we still kind of are loosely together like whenever we you know need beats or, or yeah. some type of guys. And he produced, he produced he one or two songs? He produced, uh, Monk produced um, Boards Don't Hit Back. Yeah, Boards Don't Hit Back. Oh, the second, the second yeah. track on Pieces. Okay. Yeah, Boards Don't Hit Back. Okay. And um, that was, Pieces was my first solo and, and that came out in like 2017, I would believe, but all, like, everything else was a group project. Where okay. We high school, Bang Out, which was me and Weird, Organic Flow. It was always it was always a part of some group I never really but I always wrote on my side time like my own person I'm yeah. a very per personal introspective type of writer yes. Yes. um but a lot of times I felt like I can't really fit that into what we're doing here because that's just like more personal stuff yeah. so I would just keep it to the side okay and then that's when um I, there was a point after that when I stopped a little bit, you know, I had gone with my son's mom and, you know, just, you know, being more trying to appease that situation okay. and everything. And, you know, you go through that whole thing of um, maybe I'm sub supposed to put that to the side and grow up and do the yeah. that's because that's what you're being fed by, you know, the surroundings. And after we had split, I was in that limbo basically like mm. oh damn it's kind of like i turned my back on my writing so it's like i feel like a hypocrite like hey writing yeah. i'm coming back to you <laughs> now because this motherfucker's yeah. so you know i was in that whole thing and then i was just like yo i have a lot of stuff that's written i was just going through all my stuff mm. and then um through through um i started going to catalyst which is a spot that i was telling you about earlier okay Cat um joe stagel who started it very very important person and once again in my continuing development because if it wasn't for that spot me going back to that spot during those times when i was in that limbo you know i don't think i would have been you know pushed enough to really do that because once you go there you're around other mcs you're around you know people who like joel was really like the hip-hop head of hip-hop heads like he was really about it yeah and you know for him like sometimes you would go and cypher i would just go start freestyling and stuff and he would like put me to the side and he's not a guy to just do that to anybody you know and like yeah. once he would like once and i felt that i was like oh damn he's like talking to me like one-on-one -on -one, like hey this you should keep doing this keep doing like okay yeah. well okay let me just keep on so that's when pieces came and i was just going through all my stuff and it's called pieces because it's pieces of stuff that 
I had never put out. It's all okay. through pieces of time. You didn't pieces. have a place yet. Yeah, so I just ended up writing some new hooks, writing, rewriting another, like, you know, editing a couple things here and there, and pieced it all together, which is what ended up being pieces. You know, uh, Orion hit me off with a beat. My boy Monk hit me off with a beat. Mr. Alexis, these are all, all those beats. That, that whole pro project is just like a culmination of just love and, and the amount of time that I have put in it so far. Yeah. Those those links that I had met and it just all came full circle and it just came to my doorstep without even me asking. These people had all just come to me at the same time and like, yo, here's some beats if you want to do them. Ah, like, oh, okay. So this is, so that's how pieces came together. Yeah. It was my first solo in a matter of, since I was, since I first started writing. Wow. Till 2017. Dope, yeah. dope, dope project. Definitely check it out. Where can Thank they you. find that one? You can find that on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, yeah, you can find it. It, it. I always tell people just go straight to my um, my Instagram. Okay. Spaz305. Hit the link and it has all the links of anything that I've done. You know what I'm saying? You can find it worth right through doing. there. Yeah, worth Dope. watching. All roads leave. Oh, all roads leave from Spaz305 uh -huh. into all the yeah. different avenues. Right, Dope. Right. Dope. So I guess. Natural progression. The next step we talk about is is the collaborative, the next collaborative effort, which is what they do. What they do. Uh, yourself, Orion Thousand, and Sweet mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Um, how did that come? It that came apart. That that came about like in this was right after I had done pieces, I believe. And O Orion was the one who masterminded that whole thing. He okay. like I knew O from years. Me and O go back. I would say to like two thousand. I would say maybe like 2003, 2004, okay. around that. Never made music together. Wow. Never. Like, we just, we go back because we met through, we, we met through like a mutual friend. And it just so happens that we're that mutual friends, like only rapper friends. Uh, so whenever there was a get together, we were the only two rap heads there. We're like, yo, yeah. and then we would be getting drunk and then we'd, me and he'll be in a corner somewhere just yeah. ciphering, just yeah. back and forth. Blah, 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 blah. And then they all come and, yo, these guys are yeah. awesome. So, but we never worked together. So he was like, yo, let's, let's do something. So like, all right, cool. And then, you know, introduced me to Thou. Once again, Thou, somebody that I knew through the scene, never yeah. worked with him. I knew okay. all those sweeties through the scene, never worked with him. Yeah, this yeah. was our first time ever doing, and it, it all started from a, one song, which was, I believe, the the um, the smoking, the, all that. All that. It was that. Okay. And then we did the drinking one. Now, I could be, it could be the other reversed, way but it started with one. And I believe it's the, all that. And then we did the drinking one and we were in the studio with Bully and you know, we were just all talking shit. And we were like, yo, this is, every time we do a track, it's some fucking, some substance type shit. <laughs> yeah. And then we we're like, yeah, we should do it like an album. And I was like, yeah, we should call it Substance Abuse. And then we we're like, yeah, like just like joking yeah. around. Not well, realizing you guys it, just spanked, spanked yeah. the ass on this baby. Exactly, that here we to, go. Like, collectively. Yeah, so then we just started, we had the group chat up, like, all right, let's just start keeping, you know, and, um, you know, keeping in contact and having like, you know, if we have any ideas or whatever. Yeah. You know, did the ultimate high, which is produced by, you know, name brand, rest mm -hmm. in peace. Um, you know what I'm saying? We just, it just started like a snowball going downhill. Just yeah. started, okay. Yeah. It's just going out the It's just going. Yeah. Here we have the writing, we have this track, we have this track, and it ended up being substance abuse. Every track is represents a different type of vice, rep not so much glorifying it, but just speaking on that, you know. Yeah. You know, we have the drinking track, which is kind of like a party type track. We have the smoke, uh, the smoking track, which is 
everything captures the vibe of yes. what it is. We even have the internet track, which is more of a, yep. like a deeper one, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a substance in itself. We have the one about women, because women are a hell of a drug. Yeah. And, uh, right you know there, right there with cocaine. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but uh, for, you know, the favorite, my favorite, and a lot of people's favorite is the ultimate high, which is about hip hop, mm. you know what I'm saying? That yeah. being the drug, and which that's, you know, when we go, when we talk, go back to the beginning of it. You know, that's what it was. That's why I said, who knew a cassette tape could be a gateway drug? Because that's how, that's ah, exactly how I felt. Because yes. all I had was my tape, my cassette tapes around my thirty six chambers, my you know, yeah. my Lost Boys, everything on my tape. Every time, everywhere you saw me, I had my headphones on, and yeah. that's that's that was my that was it. And here we are. That still was hooked, the fix. You know what I'm dope. Yeah. That is so dope. Um, one last thing about what they do. So. You guys get together. Um, I mean, it's a hell of a gel because I'm listening to the project, been listening to it, and uh, it, it doesn't reflect like what you're saying as far as the co- that there was there was no cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. It sounds cohesive as shit. Yeah. Um, and I know it like the snowball just picked up more snow and became bigger. Um, and that's not typical. That's not typical right. for four guys to like kind of have a relationship, but mm-hmm. not really. And then it sounds th- yeah. Like that. And throughout the time that we were you know in the, in the studio together and and meeting up and doing these shows and just you know it became like yo it's like that's legit fam it's like we go back years but not really you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it, yeah it just worked that way and i had told oh i had a lot of trepidation towards it because once again i always done groups 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 i did pieces my first oh that's my first me i got to spread my wings i like this i like to be able to go yeah. and do i have a show that i don't have to rely on this to oh you can't do the show tonight damn i'm not gonna blow by myself it's yeah. like, both parts. i'm gonna do all four so, verses myself. you know what i'm saying so it was like then i was i explained that to all i'm like oh i'm in my i'm in my groove right now man yeah i told myself i'm not doing no more group stuff i'm telling you i'll do a track here i'll do a track or something but i'm not gonna do no group stuff and it just you know when something works so well yeah. you know it's kind of like it's hard to be like dismissive of it you mm. know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it just it was just like alright we're doing this this is what we're doing yeah. man I'm still doing my stuff over here though yeah. but like, you know and that's the beauty of it we all you know like Thousand has two two you know dope projects, dope out, projects Chronicles and yeah, Abortion man. Clinic yeah. you know what I'm saying oh we and then Kill for Crumbs before that right yeah, yeah yeah you know what I'm saying but it, it's all like you know it, it's it adds on it's steel sharp and steel for real so you it gives you that motivation to be like yeah all right let's do this but we could you know and still try to you know get your your other stuff because you want to represent whether you're with the crew or, or solo you want to represent sure. it right so yeah man it cool. was that yeah pieces then i did the joint with my brother velvet jones which was uh too easy and then okay. hit this you know what they do and it's just you know so where does that motivation take you now now just you know just want to keep adding on right we're doing it we're as a group we're like focusing more on like merchandising and stuff because the sound is there you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying the sound that's what everybody that's one thing i've been hearing from everyone like yo man that sound you guys just because people want you know we're in in a time when the radio is just pushing a specific thing yeah but with the power of the internet and everything there's a everybody has a lane everything that people want more than just what they're given through yes. that one medium. Yeah. So when people hear something like, you know, substance abuse or and you know, they get that feeling of, oh man, this is oh shit, and this is now. This is isn't like yeah. so, oh, this is actually twenty nine this is dope. This is twenty nineteen and and it's not really so much 
we don't see we have that pressure of trying to sound like these cats or trying to know but this is what we grew up listening to this is what we love this is what we do you know this is yeah. what they do straight yeah, up they, so, yeah. you know at, at the purest sense of the, word, the yeah. phrase is what mm-hmm. they do Definitely. Spaz let them know one more time where they can find you where they can find the music yeah you can find me on uh, Instagram that's you know my that's my poison when it comes to this shit I'm not you won't catch me going from here to here okay just go to Instagram SPAZ305 uh, you can hit the link and it has all the links to all my projects, uh, you know, pieces, Too Easy with my brother Velvet Jones. Shout out to Velvet Jones up in New York right now. Um, the What They Do has all the, the YouTube links, you know, everything is there. So that's basically where I try to direct people. Word. Yeah. Y'all heard it. Spaz told you. Uh, at this point, since we got to know Spaz a little bit, now we're gonna get into the uh, we're gonna get into the the, the the fun portions of the of the podcast. What we all came here to do: talk <laughs> beer, talk more music, and talk food. It's Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Let's get it. We shine without flossing that bling bling at the pub with the buds. Picture of Yingling. Bruce Beats and Easter podcast, um, old head ed. We're, we're, we're in the second segment segment of the, of the podcast. Um, I haven't even drank it, and I'm starting to have a hard time getting the words out <laughs> because I know what's going to come. Like always, Bruce Beats and Easter podcast. This is the Bruce segment. This Bruce segment, trying to make it a tradition. We've done it a couple times before. It's sponsored to you by uh, Mama Juana King. So with that, Mama Juana King has blessed us with uh, some Mama Juana for sampling. So before we get into the beers, mm. cheers, fellas. Cheers. Salud. King. Salud, yo. Yes. Yo. Right. Now that we got that out of the way, you know how it is. So sweet. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Very deceiving. Spaz, back at it again. This is the brew segment. This is the segment where you, the guest, takes his time, samples one of four beers or all four beers one at a time unless you want to do two at a time it'll make it different uh, difficult yeah. to uh to actually get an opinion on them but and i did it again the pretzel chips the damn pretzel, pretzel chips right yeah they be they be, they be ducking <laughs> to be me. elusive like, the they, elusive they, pretzel they, chips <laughs> they insist on not being part of the episode of the podcast but i shall abstain and uh, make sure that they're involved yeah you're gonna hear the motion you know the bag you know, there you go. I don't know how real this is. Stereo. Yeah, get that. Real deal. That ASMR. Yeah. Uh, shouts, shouts to um, shouts to Rock Productions. Bruce Beats and Eats. Bruce Beats and Eats alumni. Rock Productions in the house. Yucky. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, like I said, this is the Bruce portion. Got four beers in front of you. We're gonna go from your uh, left to right. Um, take your time, sample each one. I'll give the the listeners a little notes, little fun facts about the beer, and then we get your opinion on them. Okay. Um, let's set it off. Setting off with yes, sir. The man. shark. The that's shark. shark bait. That's Miami Brewing Company's shark Ooh. bait. Ooh ha ha. Yes, sir. It's an American pale ale. Amer- I'm sorry, American pale wheat ale. Okay. There's a combo there. Mm. It clocks in at a 5.3 percent, and it's, it's made here in Florida. Sent okay. hence the Miami Brewing Company. What do you think? Very light. Very uh. Very smooth. Okay. You know, not too uh. Yeah, this is alright. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm probably gonna say some blasphemous shit right now. I'm not that much of a beer drinker. Um, this is the place where most people come for <laughs> blasphemy, so you fit right in. I'm like, pretty that's sure one, I'm that's one thing we do real sacrilegious good. Sacrilegious shit for brewing. Nah, hey, that's beer. fine. But not to say I don't drink beer. It's just like when I, I'm a drinker that drinks to get 
where I need to go. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when it comes to beer, like, I need to drink too much to get where I want to get. And it's Understood. like, I've used the bathroom, I don't know how many times. I've yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So that, but this right here, this is very, like, light. I like okay. this. Okay. Okay. Well, well, keep that thought in mind about getting to where you need to be without drinking too many. Keep that thought in mind once we get to the end. Yeah. Once I'm, we get I'm, to the end, and then I'll put you on. You know what I love, on. beer? Yeah. Hops. Yeah. I'm all about the hops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hip hop. Hip hops. All of all Mar- everything. Uh, barley you know hops. Saying? Barley. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Dope. Dope. Hop in the train. <laughs> yeah. Hop in the turnstile. <laughs> Hopping on one leg. All that. <laughs> yeah. So so you're you're impressed with the Miami Brewing Company? Yeah. I usually at this point ask uh, my guest for um the what I call the uh, hashtag EBMs, which is uh, early beer memories. Um, stories, um, your first beer, uh, <laughs> you know, anything you could pull up off the top of the head. I remember my first beer, okay, because it was at a time when I should not have, t- and it's not like I drank a whole beer, I just remember my first time tasting a beer was in, I was born in uh, East Chicago, Indiana, okay, uh, Midwest, and I just remember these were nights my mom would be working, and so you know, it would be my dad. The next door neighbor. I used to, you know, have friends, my next door neighbors. So I'll be over there at their house, watching, you know, chilling with the kids or whatever. And then my dad and their dad would be over at my house, whatever, just hanging out, drinking. And I remember there was this. It was like a mug, a tall mug cup though. Yeah. That um, that I just remember always drinking. Well, in the Midwest, called soda pop. Yes. You know what I'm saying, especially as a kid, I just oh pop, oh pop, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just remember that cup particularly drinking pop out of that cup all you know when I would have it yeah and um I think this was the first this was actually the night the Simpsons the first ever Simpsons ever, I'm showing my age the first ever Simpsons episode that remember it used to be on the uh, show HBR on, on the, 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 the Tracy Ullman Tracy Ullman the Tracy Ullman this show. was the first time it, was it broadcasted on, as a standalone on, on network television the Fox yeah. first episode okay. I remember leaving my friends like oh Sim- I want to see the Simpsons on go over there because my, my parents used to watch the Tracy Ullman show and I would see those little clips yeah, that little would crack up mm-hmm. and um went over there and I just my dad his friend, their dad, everything, and I just remember seeing that mug sitting there looking all frosty. Yeah. Being a kid, you're like, oh shit, that's you know, it's my world. I can go get it. And I just remember, now in hindsight, my dad and the guy were talking, and then it got quiet, and I just went and grabbed the mug. They <laughs> <laughs> got more quiet, and I literally took, and I just remember it hit my taste buds like, what the hell is <laughs> this? And then just them both cracking up like, see, that's what you get, little bastard, get out of here. I told you to touch my cup. And I just run to the bathroom, spit it out, throw water in my mouth, and then go to the room and turn on The Simpsons. That was my first official. <laughs> Dead ass. That's, that's wild because um, it's, um, I, I find myself, this happening to me every once in a while where, uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, leading leading back to the deception of you thinking you're gonna drink one thing, mm-hmm. and what comes out is something totally different. It's like there's times, and I don't know if it's age, but there's times that I'm about to drink something, and for whatever reason, my mind goes to something else. Okay. And when I go to drink it, I know what I'm drinking, but for whatever reason, my mind was ready for something else. Yeah. And it like I was like, oh shit. It, yeah, it's kind of disorients your senses. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh no, okay, no. And it's kind of like you prepare yourself for this taste, and you kind of actually taste it, but then it takes you out of it, and you're like, right, oh, this, right. this ain't 
yeah, this yeah. ain't soda. This is seltzer mm-hmm. water or water or whatnot. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. Yeah. So and the fact that they just paused. They paused. I, I remember like yo, they literally sat there and watched me go for this cup. Like no, wait, let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this, this is gonna be a moment in I'll history, never right? Here. That. I was like, yo, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was cry. Probably cry. <laughs> you know what they said to each other at that moment. He's like, he's going to share this story on the podcast. <laughs> he's going to remember this forever. <laughs> dope, this dope. Night. So let's get into that next beer. Yeah. That next beer right is from the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Sierra Nevada. Yes, sir. It's it's actually, a, it's, it's a collaboration. It's, collabor- it's a collaboration. I'm going to mispronounce stuff. It's a collaboration between Sierra Nevada and a brewery called Bitburger. It's their Oktoberfest. Um, I know we're not in October yet, but... Um, ain't no reason not to get started on the festivities, especially okay. this Oktoberfest. Um, this is a German Marzen. It clocks in at a 6% ABV, and this is brewed in California. Okay. What do this you think about it? This a little bit more, um, I won't say bitter, it's not, but it's a little bit more like, a, I don't know what I'm, word I'm looking for. A little bit more bite to it. Has, okay. I'm saying, like, it has a little bit more. The okay. other one was, like, light. This one is more like, okay, yeah. Okay. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Drink it. So, yeah, give that give that a shot. Mm-hmm. The Oktoberfest, huh? Oktoberfest, yeah. Okay. We we getting things started a little early. Like I said, it's not quite October. It's October somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is, is that the is that the same? We can make that up. <laughs> we, we can make that it's up. It's October somewhere. Yes. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's gonna hold us accountable. It's drunk facts, right? Yeah. Hey, it's October somewhere, dog. <laughs> Fuck it. No, did they have copyrights on that? Nah, no, that's, no. Right, 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 right. <laughs> drunk facts. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um. So, so your early beer memory. So nowadays, what is, what is something you find yourself drinking more often? Um, um, beer wise. Yeah, beer wise. Um, like us, uh, Yingling was my first beer that I said, "Oh, okay, I'm, this is gonna be my beer." You know okay, what I mean? Because yeah. before, I'd just be like, "Whatever's there, like whatever, I'll have uh-huh. whatever you guys got." Um, but Yingling was the first time that I drank a beer, and I was like, "Ooh, let me get another one of those." Like. Yeah. And then I drank it to the point where I was like, I don't want want this no more. You know what I'm saying? I had it to to that point. (laughs) But Yingling is like the one that like I'll be more familiar with. Okay. Um, Yeah, like uh, nowadays, I think think I'm a creature of habit. I believe if, if there's a party or whatever and I see like a cooler that either has Corona Whatever, Modelo or Bud or yeah. Ying. I'm going to go for the Ying. Or for the Modelo. Actually, Modelo. The other okay. day I had a Modelo, I'm like, this is pretty refreshing. Yeah. You know it was, yeah. You ever mix them? The Especial with the Negra? No. Go did. half and half. Try that. Next yeah. time you... Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never done mixing of beers. I know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, you could. Um, It, it doesn't layer on this in this situation because they're both lagers. They're light and they'll, they'll just mix. Um, but it's it's a pretty interesting twist. Like it's a good, it's it's a different That's flavor. Nice. Okay. They have other, they have beers. Like you could go to some spots like the pub in Pembroke Gardens. Most places you go, you pull up to, they'll have some type of um, layered beer menu. Um, I'm not a big Guinness guy, <clears throat> but um, I don't mind Guinness with like a like a cider. Okay. And they'll they'll blend those two together, and it's it's it's, it's pretty cool. That typically the, the that that will layer, that so will fractionate. Guinness with cider, yeah. And it'll take so away some of that that bread, you you still get the Guinness. I mean, some people mix it, some people mix it. I like to drink it straight through, so that it's like you you first get hit with the Guinness, uh-huh. and then that cider creeps in towards the back end, okay. um, and then that that you'll get the fractionation where the two beers split. I like that. And, and with that, we're gonna get to the next level here. <clears throat> go on to the third beer. 
This is uh, Kona Brewing Company's Cocoa Brown. Coco Brown. Coco I like that Brown. Name. I really like that name. Bro, Coco you, Brown. I, I have a feeling you're going to like this beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it clocks in at a 5.5. Um, it's an American brown ale, and it's brewed in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's one of the ones that I... You don't find it very often, but um, that that's one of the ones that I, I really mess with with Kona. Kona has a couple different... Brewed with toasted coconut, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We're getting real tropical with this. Mm. Getting tropical. Oh yeah, you can even that coconut. There's a little. It stands out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. I really do. And I'm not a person like uh, flavor beers and stuff. I'm yeah. really not into that. Yeah. But this right here is actually. This goes good. This yes, goes it does. Really good, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's why whenever I run into it, y'all put me on, man. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Nobody comes here for the learning experience, but sometimes learning happens. Yeah. And it's not on purpose. Yeah, man. But 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 we learn. We Coco learn. Brown. Okay. Coco Brown. I see you, Coco. I see you. <laughs> it makes you want to go. You can, tell the, you can tell I'm in the third one. Like, yeah. I see you, Coco. Yeah. Well, Mama wanted. Yeah, Mama. Mama Mama real. That was that was the sub that was, boss. That was you know, set like, off. Yeah. Proper, exactly. Exactly. No, but you feel like uh, if I can get through this Mama Juana, then everything else is gonna be smooth. Bro. It's like from there on out. So far, yeah. This Coco Brown is. is... <clears throat> Just okay. because it's right at the end, that little, yeah, that, mm, it's not overbearing, but it reminds no, you that the taste like, is there. Yeah, it's there. It's dope, there. dope, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely uh, one of the ones that I look forward to. <clears throat> Whenever I, I run into it, I was like, yeah, Coco Brown. Yeah, this is, this is good. Damn, yeah, like damn. Spaz is impressed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't think I would be able to do it, but it, I accomplished. I accomplished it. Definitely yeah, dope. Man. Dope. So yeah, we got the pretzels you can go to for a little uh, in-between beer break. Now, this one we're going to get into now. Um, when we talk about a lot of people like have the same sentiment that you do, that it's like, I don't want to have to drink a whole case of beer to get where I'm at. And then you know, I feel bloated and then, you mm-hmm. know, I, the bathroom, I break the seal. And then that's, you know, yeah. every three minutes I'm breaking conversation in the middle of a freestyle cipher. And I got to, you know, I'm holding it no, in. And I was like, that's oh. That's literally the thing. Okay. <laughs> so that's when, that's when a beer like this comes in okay. where, um, well, let me, let me give you the, the proper send off. This is a Oscar Blues Grill and Brew. It's their Good Night. It's an American Imperial, Imperial Red Ale. And this one comes in at 8.7%. Okay, ABV. so this is, that, this is up my alley. The okay. high alcohol, um, volume. alcohol volume beers. Yes. Like, let me get that. Let me just get those. Mm-hmm. Let me get to where I got to go. Not have to keep on, you know, yes. get another one, drink, pound them, pound them. I don't, I don't like to pound them like that. Yeah. This... I'm definitely way beyond the years of pounding beers. Um, it does take a toll. My recovery rate is not what it used yeah, to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, so yeah, so we'll get to it. You know when we older, guys. For real. <laughs> that one's blue in Colorado. Take a sip of that one. Let me know what you think. Okay, Colorado. Yes, sir. Okay. Makes its presence felt. Yes, it does. Okay. Definitely has that kind of bitter. Yeah, like the it's probably like a hops. The hops. hops. Yeah, that's yeah, what that taste. is. The hops. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's very a, hoppy. This is a hoppy one. Yeah. But you know what? It's gonna make me hoppy because <laughs> this eight point what? Eight, 8. It's eight point seven. Eight point seven. Yeah. So it's up there. Yeah. Start doing yaki. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. No, no. This this one's yeah. Okay. This would be. 
This would be, yeah, my go-to just because of the, the alcohol volume. Yeah. Not so much because of the taste. I would say the taste would be more of the cocoa brown. Yes. Or the shark. The shark Due thing. to it being so light and not beer tasty because, once again, I'm not a beer guy. Beer not guy, so yeah. much like, yeah, there's a lot of people who drink beer for the taste. Like, once again, I, I don't even drink liquor for the taste. I, I want to get to there, where there's I got there's, yeah, there's something you're trying go. to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. So. And uh, it's funny because I remember... Um, a while back, uh, a bartender told me, he's like, I don't understand. If you come to drink liquor, why are you adding stuff to it? Like, you know, whether it's a Long Island iced tea, it's, you know, margarita, whatever. He's like, the whole point of liquor is if you can't adapt yourself to just drinking liquor right. to get where you need to go, then maybe you shouldn't be drinking yeah, liquor. Yeah, no, I'm a straight, I'm a very straight up, straight shot yeah. person. I'd rather just, excuse me, have my shot of whatever. Yeah. If it's whiskey <clears throat> or tequila or whatever. I'm very straight up. You yeah, know, I, don't want, I don't like to do too much um, mixing or anything like that. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, it, it does, and I know that for the simple fact because I've listened to um, too much to drink. I've listened to it a couple mm, times yes. off the what they do substance abuse mm-hmm. album. Check it out. Go get right. it. Um, and uh, and it, it's very detailed. It's a dope song. It's, it's a dope song, um, and it's very detailed. And you, you know, you talk. You know, going shot for shot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right. And uh, yeah, man, that'll get you where you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> I let it be known on that verse, like my yeah. my uh, my approach. Yeah, yes. going shot for shot. Strategy. Yeah. You know Spaz strategy when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. inebriation. Yes. For sure, for sure. So Spaz, when you get a chance to finish that one, I want you to gather your thoughts, focus in, hone in, and give me a ranking from one to four. One to if, four? If you can. Yeah. Wow. Of each one? Or yeah, like which one's the, 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 the oh, go-to? Which one is and the go-to? Okay. And then off, off rip, like I said... Uh, Oscar, Oscar Blues, yeah, would be my go-to simply for the fact that it's the high the okay. alcohol. <clears throat> I sound like I this video. This guy's a, a mess, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just wants to drink to get fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah this whatever. is where this is where messes come to play. I welcome um, all messes. Yeah, the Oscar Blues for sure due mm-hmm. to the alcohol content. Uh, where the taste factor would be the cocoa brown. Okay, that should just taste very like the taste that aftertaste of the the hint of coconut. Yeah. Which is, and once again, I'm not big on coconut even, yeah. but it just goes, it's very, it complements the whole. Yeah, it's welcoming. Yeah. <clears throat> the, okay. Then I would say the shark. Okay. And then the Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Dope, dope. Y'all heard it here. Spaz got into it. We toasted with some Mama Juana King. Make yeah, sure man. you follow Mama Juana King on IG. Um, got the Mama Juana down. It got us ready primed. To hit the four beers, to hit the obstacles, he jumped every hurdle. Yeah, and he told you in what order: Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Miraculously, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we blasphemed while we were at it too. At the same time, (laughs) Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. We'll see y'all on the other side. Yep. Bruce Beats and Easter podcast. Old headhead still got spaz in the house. Yep. Um, we, we we're now at the uh, we've arrived at the uh, the beats segment, the beats portion. We we talked a bit about spaz, his music, his influences, um, how he got where he where he's at now. Um, so we're gonna just keep keep the vibe going, uh, but we're gonna change gears a little bit here, and we're gonna talk about what are you listening to nowadays, spaz? Uh, the last uh, album that I heard. 
uh, Conway, Conway the Machine. Okay. Everything is everybody's food, or is it the? Uh, no. Uh, look at what I look at what they made me, or look at what you made me. Was it I, it's the last. It's literally it's a, I believe the most recent one. Yeah. Okay. Look okay. At what you so made I'm behind me. one. That's um, what I'm learning. Here. Let me. Just that whole Griselda. Yeah. Um. That that look what I became. Look what That's I okay what okay. Dope ass mm-hmm. album. Um. Very very happy with hearing like what's coming out of that camp with all of them Benny and yeah. Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun like it's so dope to hear that type of stuff coming and once again that album just came out it's 2019 yeah. excuse me and um it's just so hard yo it's like it's just it's such <laughs> yeah. a hard like like it's that screw your face of like god yeah. damn Hard. This dude's face is paralyzed. They're not He's playing. Like, yo, like, and I'm not even of that. I'm not like a but it's just I love that authentic sound. It, the gen- that shit is it's 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 genuine real. and it's felt. Yeah, like it's like it's you know fucking, that they're not they're not just putting on. Yeah, yo, these dudes is really, really like they're really out here you know, putting on for for Buffalo, which yeah. is like one when you hear about some that Last you, know, you time. heard of all he they he said something like, yo. Like we the hardest out of New York, and we not even a, from a borough. Yeah, like, I'm like that's. And you can't take. And he's yo, like, it is, can't he's not lying. Say, yo, they're the hardest right now, mm-hmm. and they're repping Buffalo, which is, I can't even think of the last time you heard of Buffalo being repped yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, they're just that's the that's that's what I'm on right now in terms of like new shit. Like I heard Rhapsody's new shit, dope, very dope album. Okay. That new, uh, what did I hear? The Little Brother, mm, dope mm. shit. Yeah, heavy on my rotation. Those yeah, two. Yeah, very very. And for being 2019, like it's refreshing to hear that type of oh, stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like puts a battery in your bag, especially if you're like an MC. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to you know work around this whole like what like we said earlier what's being fed and yes. everything and falling into the, the temptation of like oh I gotta do that because this is what everybody wants to hear <clears throat> we all you know I struggle with that I know a lot of people struggle with that but when you hear shit like this and when you hear shit like substance abuse and stuff coming out modern day and it's, it has that authentic sound it's yeah. like oh this is and people want to hear people want to hear this shit people Definitely. want the real you know what I'm saying it's true it's so, true um, yeah something to deviate from um yeah, definitely. You, you rattled off a couple of solid albums there. Um, I know right in, right about now is when people get into like the album of the year talks mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, we're in the end. Yeah. And everybody say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of stuff pops off in the fourth quarter, like because of the holiday. Which doesn't make sense, but I, apparently labels really don't push a lot of stuff in the fourth quarter. Um, a lot of albums don't come out, but um, but yeah. So you start getting into that conversation. Um, matter of fact. Um, I had put I had put Raw on to to Rhapsody earlier today, oh, yeah. and and I'm sitting there going, Yo, this this is like right there with as far as the feeling, the 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 complete like the work is just every song. There's a song for everybody. A lot of times people go, Oh no, everybody. we got music for everybody, and and even the songs that aren't they don't cater to me, mm-hmm. you know, or or my listening taste. Um, I they're not they're not unbearable. Right. You could you hear how I look at it like oh I could I could people people gravitate towards this yes and with good reason yeah it's not yeah, like yeah. oh people are gonna like this <clears throat> dumb shit yeah. you know like this yeah, is yeah. more like yeah I, I get exactly what you're saying because that's the feeling that I get because not it's not to say that everything like, not everything's for me yeah but I do hear the quality yes in it yeah yeah to yeah. where like I right, I could see that be respected and respect that yes you know what I'm saying yeah. 
So definitely, Rhapsody definitely. is that 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 album definitely is dope. Um, definitely for not only female hip hop but just hip hop in, in general. general. Mm -hmm. It's 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 great. It's refreshing to see that stuff and to see it be like people want to hear that and, and people actually bigging that up. Yeah, because you know you get that one sided part of it, which like I said, not everything's for me. I understand yeah. that you know everybody has an opinion not you know there's a lot of stuff that's out that's being pushed more than the rhapsody exactly. stuff yeah it's just i just don't feel yeah i'm not really you know that the, you know the city girls and the megan the stallions mm -hmm. people love it yeah people love, are really gravitating to, yeah. towards it so who am i to say that's just like that's bullshit or whatever you know what I'm saying? yeah for me i gravitate towards more of a rhapsody yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, uh, her, Sarak. Sarak. Um, um, Il Camille is dope too. Mm -hmm. There's um, a lot of free, there's some new female that I'm not even on yet that uh, Tiara Wack or some shit. I like haven't said, I keep hearing. I, I, I've seen little videos of yeah. Instagram stuff, but I never heard yeah, of Yeah, she's song. done a lot of visuals, but I haven't sat down and kind of like digested mm -hmm. it. There, but I, I got to sit down and check it out because everybody mentions Tierra mm -hmm. Whack yeah. and I, I don't know originally me being the old head I am uh, as soon as I hear Whack I'm like yes that's a that's what I'm like why would you do but that yeah, but I'm like why? we're in a different time different. shut your old ass up yes. fast yes. just let it be I'm still using the word fresh yeah <laughs> and a lot of people that's the thing a lot of these young kids be using the word fresh and dope and, <clears throat> and you know what I'm saying yeah. there's a lot of words that you thought would be phased out you well, death. Well, they celebrated the death of death. Well, they didn't celebrate it, but there was years death. ago. The word yeah, death ain't nobody saying death. death. Nobody's like, really saying they, death I think anymore. there was one point where somebody <laughs> was like, "Yo, we're we're gonna recognize this like this day as the, the, the day, day that the death. death of death." I yeah. like that. Yeah, the death of death. I think death, death jokes were the, like the last ones to actually yeah. use it in a sense of like, "Yo, yeah. we're being serious with this right now." Yeah. Death jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, death is one of those words that yeah, it's not really But fresh. Dope. These are all words that go back to like predating even my era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. is still like, no, people are still using dope. For real. And it's because dope is dope. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no mistake yeah. in it. Everybody yeah. understands. It's like a common knowledge of what that means and what it could stand for. Right, right. Fresh. Um, early influences. I know you mentioned um, uh, Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, Wu, -Tang Wu Tang, funny enough, <clears throat> Wu Tang was like my nickname in middle school. High school was Wu Tang, cause I was, the, the, I was always oh, had everything Wu Tang shirt, Wu Tang Scully, Wu Tang pants. The only thing I didn't have were the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Cause I just didn't like Wallabies. Yeah. But um, everything, and I was the only cat really listening to Wu Tang or pushing like I was in my school and everything. So even to this day, people who knew me from middle school, they don't call me Spaz. Like my barber, he called, yo, what up, Wu Tang? Like, still, it's Wu Tang. I had a Wu Tang gold, a, a fake gold Wu Tang chain from, from, from USA Flea Market. Um, and people who went to high school with me know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so Wu was always, that was my, that was going back to the cassette tape days and everything. Wu Tang was heavily, heavily, 36 chambers, heavy, 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 heavy rotation. Um, as a group yeah but when it comes to soul artists it's always pun and people always like oh you're puerto rican that's the only that, reason yeah it's a given it has man. nothing to do with that man okay. I tell them, like stop it has nothing to tell do them, tell with them that why. tell them pun, pun came on and totally redefined lyricism for cats like me like mm. the the way that they put i was listening earlier today i was listening to toe to toe okay 
Toe to toe, his verse was so like, oh my god, like him and and him and Cuban Link were going back and forth. Yeah. No, I'm lying. Not even toe to toe. That was a dope one though. Him and Cuban Link. Um, best behavior. I don't know if you remember best behavior. It was like a deep cut. I don't even know from yeah. what album, from what it was on. It wasn't on any pun albums, any it was compilations. And it was, I think Diamond D did the beat. I don't okay. know who did it. But it's this track called Best Behavior. I gotta look it up. And I'll actually send you the thing because I saw somebody sent me the, you know, how now they have like these lyric oh, things yeah. where you see the lyrics and they the lyric and, like, videos. And I love those for pun because you really get to like see, like, dog, listen, not only what he said, how he said it, how he laid the shit out, how, he how perfectly everything from beginning to the mm-hmm. end. Like, you can't, like, even if I wasn't Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That aspect was like that. It was a pride thing. Like, yo, yes. one of the dopest fucking MCs out here is Puerto Rican. That's yeah. fucking awesome. If I wasn't Puerto Rican, like, you have to give it to Pun. He yeah. put these things together that twisted your head. What was this one? What do you say? Hey, yo, this shit is fatal. One punch, I make your chin tomato. Don't make me run up in your crib and kill what's in the cradle. And I'm in there like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking animal. I would never say that, but I, but wish, I, I wish I did because that would be some dope shit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because it paints such a vivid picture. Paints such a vivid picture, yeah. and it's just some outlandish shit. Like, yo, this motherfucker's not playing. We know he's not gonna do that. Yeah, but. Ugh, lyrically, yeah, I'll kill your child, nigga. Like, like, you gotta understand the severity of the yeah, situation yeah, and what and I'm trying pun, to get at. Yeah, and pun at the time when he came out, because it wasn't, yo, at the time it was, it was like kind of after the Jiggy era, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Kind of like right there, like when the shiny suits and yeah, all that yeah. stuff was kind of like so falling it was, out. It was, here's this dude who's like, how am I gonna bring lyricism? And then bring the party vibe and together. bring all that together and pun encapsulated all of that shit. And not necessarily do it the way people were doing it. Right, yeah. exactly. He yeah. was like, yo, he was huge. He was bigger than Biggie. Yeah. He was fatter than Biggie. People yes. were like, yo, Big BRG was a fat guy. Yeah, but pun was fucking obese. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Pun was, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. pun did some whole other shit. That whole flow, the dead in the middle of Italy. Yeah. Like, yo, like, a lot of cats, like me, we were trying to capture that and try to do that without losing breath you know what i'm saying but this guy's on stage doing all this shit yeah you know pun was just that dude it was big l and big pun were the ones that when it came to soul artists like did like gave me a lot of inspiration to writing and to like harnessing that that uh that that inner like psychotic shit that you know that I had as a kid, like yeah. yo, like you know, like over dramatic, like fuck this, life is this and life is that. Like mm-hmm. they you were found the an ones, avenue. yeah, they find an like, avenue mm-hmm. for that because Big L was another one that talked like some whole outrageous. Like, oh yeah. yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be hearing this because you're talking a lot of devil shit right now. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I hear you coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, we I heard it here. Influences, um, early, early, uh, actually, uh. Early influences, what uh, what he likes to hear, what he's been listening to. Um, I think that's pretty much we covered everything. I, I'm I'm eventually gonna throw in a song. Is there any song in particular from the pieces or from um, oh, yeah, from the pieces we could throw in there? Pieces. Um, once again, pieces is named pieces because it's different pieces through time. Mm-hmm. The only track that was written in that moment was the last track which mm-hmm. is on the chin okay the only song on that album that i've never 
performed. Wow. Because it was it wasn't supposed to be on there. To be okay. honest with you, that song was written literally as a way to not escalate a situation that was already escalated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the freshest one out of everything that was happening at that time. I had found out something like you hear the song you Yeah, I, yeah. No, I go it into dope. it, but I don't really go into it. Yeah. I go into it as a person like I was literally just writing to like hold my hand from not going somewhere else. Yeah. Um and when I was doing the whole process of pieces, recording it at Catalyst, recording it um at you know where I was recording it at and I would, my boy Looney uh, Love and Props and Bonds, shout out to Props and Bonds. He was uh, really a vital part of that situation too because in terms of direction, I spent like a year trying to figure out the direction of that okay. and then threw it in the air and said, you know what, wherever it's going to go, it's going to go and that's when it, that's where it started going. And that track, I wrote it as soon as I found out about this situation and then... Maybe like a month or two later when I was going through beats and going on stuff online to try and get everything for pieces, I heard the beat that's used there. That's the only beat um, that is not an in-house beat. Okay. Every other thing, like Orion, Monk, Mr. Alexis, that beat was like one of those beats you find on YouTube. Yeah. And then it was just like you lease it for like 25, 30 years. Like, you know what? Like the beginning sample of it. Is like a, a movie sample from I forget what the name. I was trying to was. figure that out. I was trying to figure that it's out. Natalie where it was... Portman and I forget. I see. I could see the scene and everything. Yeah. I just forget the name of the movie. Yeah. And it's just I was literally here, right, right where, where we're, we're sitting. sitting now. I was on that couch, and the the computer was right here, and I was just going through. I had like mad all my notebooks going through, and I hear the stone please. You know the whole the whole, that whole the thing, and I was just like. Too. That's exactly what this shit is going through. I'm like, wait, let me hear where this beat goes. And then the beat started. And I was wow. like, oh, like this is kind of like precise, wow. like really encapsulates that vibe. And I was like, well, where's that verse at? And I'm yeah. just going through it. And I found that first verse and I just started going through it. I'm like, holy, because I didn't write it to that beat. Yeah. And then I was like, put it down. And I started writing again. That's when the second verse came in. And then when I was recording um, one of the sessions, I had like an extra hour. And dude was like, you want to do anything else? We have an extra hour. I was like, you know what? Play this beat. I'm just going to do this really quick just to like vent. I'm not even going to yeah. use this. And it was the only track on that uh, on that EP that was recorded one take. Like wow. the you know verse. Because usually you do the verse. All right, stop. And then we'll do the hook here. Mm -hmm. Stop. And then we'll do this verse. And I said, let me just do this whole thing. Did the verse, the, okay. whole, the hook. And then the whole verse, and then the hook again. And then I was like, I'm good. He's like, you want to do like ad-libs or something? And I was like, I don't know. Whatever, fine. And then another take of just like me, just ad-libs. Filling in. And yeah. then that was it. And then I wasn't going to use it. It was just like a, a venting thing, a thing of letting go. Like more symbolic for me. Yes. On a personal. And one day Looney, my boy Looney, he heard it when we were just playing the tracks back. And I just played, you know, the beginning of it. And I was like, oh. And I stopped it. He was like, yo, what's that? And I was like, no, nah, it's just some venting shit. He was like, let me hear it. And I was like, nah, man, that's just personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, let me hear it. And I was like, whatever. I played it. I'm just sitting in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Then he's just still like, you're gonna put this on the album, right? I'm like, nah, hell no. Nah. That's like too personal. I don't want yeah. freaking family to hear this shit. Yeah. He was like, dude, put this on the damn EP. 
And then like the final month when I was pressing and everything, like it needed one more track to be considered an EP, you know, like in mm, five, like yeah. six to seven. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just put it on oh, there. Man. So uh, on the chin is on that project, like the most important one because it was the most real. Mm. Like all of them are real. High noon, very yeah. real. All these tracks are all pieces of me, which is pieces, you know, where it comes from. But that one was the one that was written exactly in that time. Yeah. The With these certain it, forces making uh, it happen. Yes. Even beyond your control, mm-hmm. it's like running into the beat right. and whatnot. To the point where it's like, it's it's too real for me to perform. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. So that's I the only you. track that's on there that I've never performed to this day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dope. So before we get into the, well, we're going to get into the next segment. Um, I'll, I'll throw the track in there so the listeners to check it out. Um... If you're on, if you're listening on the Anchor app, you could hear the snippet on there. If you're not on the Anchor app, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, you could go to Spotify. I uh, have a playlist under Bruce Beats, the letter N Eats. That's my account. Follow me there. I got a playlist on there, which I where I play all the songs that I play for my guests. You'll find on the chin there. You'll check it out. You'll get a piece of Spaz along with five, six, five other songs on yep. the album. So with that, let's wrap up the beat segment and we're going to get into the eats. You down? Yep. Peace. Yeah. Eating good food. So what you eating on? Catfish. I had that. Brisket. Love that. Pizza. Love that. You know we own. We eating good food. So what you grabbing on? Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Old Head Ed, still here with you. I'm glad you're still here with us. So is Spaz. Yes, sir. Um, Spaz, this is the segment where we discuss um, nutrition. Okay. But not in the sense where most people think of nutrition. We're talking about that food. Okay. The food that you enjoy to eat. The food you can't stay away from. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So, Spaz, just hit us with your favorite dish. Okay, see, now, after we had the drinks and stuff, now I'm, like, I'm starting to go through it. Like, I do love lasagna. Okay, okay. (laughs) But wings is just my, like, wings is my go-to because it's just, like I said, I'm a simple dude. Mm. I love me some lemon lemon pepper wings. Can't go wrong with lemon pepper wings. Can't go wrong at all. Like, it's just, boom, they're right there. It's, it's, you know. You get get right to the meat of things. Yes. Like, there's no interruption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm a foodie. Okay. Yeah. Like I said earlier, with the you know, I'm not too much of a, a beer drinker. No, I'm a foodie. On the food like, side, I'm yeah, you... food all day. Oh damn! Like, yeah, damn. I'm here for the food. Like I have a shirt that says that. Like and that's my. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just here. If you watch the Sweet Things They Say video, yes. I have that shirt on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here for the food, and it is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But wings is my this just my go-to. It's just it's, I'm simple. Um, but it's, it's simple and it's also just so damn good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If, if they're done right. If they're done right. If they're done right. You can fuck up some wings. You know what I'm saying? Can. If you can. Right. I, um, I've been on this, I've been on this smoked wings thing for a minute. Um, most places they pull up and be like, y'all have smoked wings? That's my first smoked option. Smoked wings, huh? Smoked wings. Take a little longer to cook, but they're... Okay. They're, they're, See, now you put me on. Dope. Smoked wings. Um, Hooters incorporated it into their menu a couple years ago. Really? And so they got smoke wings there. I know um, Twin Peaks. There's, there's restaurants. I'm not going to give all yeah, these. Yeah, don't, uh, don't be giving these they, people they no free sponsorships. Press. But yeah, but next time you're at your, wing, at your wing, your local wing facility. Smoke. <laughs> see, they I'm have smoke wings. I'm, I've never, I don't think I've, I've done uh, the grilled, which is the like gr- my favorite. Yeah. Grilled. Um, uh, what is it? 
ones in Ant the coal fire. Okay, the oven, oh yeah, yeah. Those are yeah. dope. Um, That's the one too. Yeah, the fried is you know I'm more of a grilled or coal fired. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. smoke that check, that's yeah, something. I'm gonna check wings, that out. Yo. You might put for me sure, on something. Sure. No, and so it's just wings, nothing on the side. Um, um I'm, yeah, man. I'm just wings, probably like some fries or something yeah like, I'm, I'm not even but that's really even just that's care. just to hold the place on yeah the plate. That's a, yeah like, yeah it's not like just give me them wings i'm good i'm good off wings you're from pr yeah okay what's know. what's that pr food Acapuria that... all day <laughs> yeah all yeah. day a day i love okay. me i mean i love some arroz con gandule and all that but like yeah um, Acapuria, for me, like, that's what I look for whenever I go to any place that's like, oh, Puerto Rican, you know, cuisine, or yeah. Puerto Rican, like, y'all got Acapuria? Yeah. And that's, that's my, always, that's my go-to. I just love, love me some of that. Uh, batele, I love me some batel. Yeah. Um, uh, hot sauce or ketchup? Hot sauce or ketchup? Hot sauce. Hot sauce, hot sauce on the batel, yeah. Hot sauce. I yeah. love some mofongo. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I love, I love Puerto Rican food. Any particular spot you would say got the Acapuria unlocked? Hmm. I went to... Mm, uh, El Rinconcito, which is in Hialeah, it's around I would say like 49th, around okay. there by the Palmetto. Okay. And they, yeah, they hooked it up with a like I had a acapulco de carne, and it was that that was a respectable. It was it was pretty good. Acapulia. It was good. Yeah, like I know uh, La Placita is like a place that a lot of people go to, but mm. I heard I haven't eaten it, so don't take my word for it. But I just heard that it's very overpriced for the portions okay like it's more so the draw of the you know the whole mural yeah and, the name and yeah the, the thing, name yeah. and everything but rinconcito has never let me down you know so. the mofongo's off the chain um that's the actually the, that's the only place that i know of that's around here once again i'm hialeah so that's i, I stay within my means yeah. and that's yeah, yeah. that spot right there is is has never let me down, man. I, oh. I ate there like last Sunday, actually. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fresh, fresh. Do you do you get involved in the kitchen at all? I mean, foodie. Yeah, I I do, I do. I um, I'm not gonna say like you know I'm a like a, a master chef, but I get down. I do what I do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I have a kid, so I gotta cook and you know keep him yeah, yeah. interested and saying. Yeah. Even though right now he's at that age where it's mad simple, like he just wants that one thing. Like, mm -hmm. oh, the spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Got <laughs> you. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> That's, got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do, I, you know, I like to like throw, you know, just keep myself you know, up on just different types of yeah. you know, cooking and stuff like that just to keep it interesting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure, for and sure. I, yeah, I was a fat kid, so uh, coming home, and I was a latchkey kid too. You know what I'm saying? You come yeah. home, like parents are, you know, they're not there. Like, I got to eat. You got to so eat something, yeah. going through and just making myself something to eat every day. So, word, yeah, man. Word, word. dope. Um, I usually ask people, are they a sweets person? They, they oh, get man. down with... I'm a, I'm a fucking mess, dog. I'm sweets. <laughs> yeah. I'm everything. I'm, a, yo, I'm, I'm here for that. the food. I, I think that should be one of the taglines <laughs> for, the, for the podcast. I'm it's like, yo, we welcome mess. all messes. I'm a like, mess. if you're a mess, this is the place for you to show up and bullshit and talk yo, with I'm us. I'm a fucking mess. All right, so, so describe what this mess would seem like, you know, if you, dog, <laughs> when it comes to sweet food. Yo, I've just... Or something oh, dessert. I love me some just... Every... Anything. anything. Cake, cookies... Uh, Cake, tres leche, yeah. fucking ice cream. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on. Yo, like I'm sweet, so I'm food, yo. Like yes, fuck that shit. I'm but the sweets especially, oh, man. sweets especially. And I, you know, I'm, I be, you know, I'm getting like I said, we getting older, bro. Mm. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know. Do you find yourself okay? This is one thing I, I noticed about myself. We're talking about getting up in age. Do you find yourself more likely to 
to trade if you're gonna like count calories you trade food for an alcoholic beverage nah no fucking food all day that's what i'm saying yeah so it's Fuck like that. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i find food. myself where it's like it's like yo i could order a beer with this meal here but they like their tiramisu is ridiculous. No, I'm kill so that I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna go with water. Yeah. Because the main yeah, focus. That's, yo, I'm always drinking water with my shit. People are like, oh, they just like water. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just I'm just trying to keep more, just trying to save some room for the food. <laughs> for the food. Because that soda and all that shit ain't doing it's nothing that. but fucking taking up space. Yeah. 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 If, I'm gonna t- if I'm gonna consume nah. these calories, I wanna make sure it's, you know, like you said, a tres leches no. or not. Yeah. I don't wanna be, dulce or yeah. Not, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm food. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm water with my meals just so I could pack in some. Look, you know, I want yeah. some, I want some, some sweet. Yeah, I want some sweet. Time for some sweet, guys. <laughs> I'm one of those. It was fast. Um, a wise man once said, uh, "Time waits for no man, and he's not exempt." Right. So with that, yo, I thank you for your time. Appreciate. This that, is a pleasure. Um, my peoples. Y'all got to know Spaz. Spaz, hit him one more time if you want with the socials. Yeah, man. Spaz305, S-P-A-Z-305 on Instagram. Hit that link in the bio. Has everything you need to know about Spaz. Uh, you know, hits the, has a link to what they do. Um, Too Easy, which is me and my brother Velvet Jones. We have another installment of that coming out soon. Um, yeah, everything. Like I said, Spaz305, that's what you need to see for the link. I'm on iTunes, Spotify. Google Music, Napster, if that shit's still even <laughs> viable. <Yeah. laughs> if you're still running, what is yo, it? Net Zero? You still got Net Zero not, account? Yo, shout out to Net Zero, man. <laughs> shout out to Net Zero. Yo, Word Spaz, um, you got a show coming up. Yes, what I have do? a couple shows. I have a show. Actually, I have two shows coming tomorrow. Well, I don't know when this is uh, airing, but I have two shows uh, Saturday What's tomorrow's date? You gave me 20 28th? beers. 28th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear this after September the 28th. 28th. Um, gonna be doing two shows. One for the DBD uh, sesh, which that's always just a, a dope, dope time. Dope, uh, just smoke fest, uh, food, okay. edibles, all that. I'll what? be performing. And then right after that, I'm heading to the spot called the Magic Mushroom. Okay. They don't have Magic Mushrooms, no. unfortunately. Yeah. But... Um, I'll be there. It's called Comedy Soul. I'll be okay. repping hip hop. And then next, uh, October 5th. Which is probably which right is, before, right after you hear this episode. Yes, October 5th. October 5th, Saturday at Catalyst Hip Hop, which is a return of an, such an important um, night in Miami hip hop. This is a spot where you, all MCs come through open it up with an open cypher Dope. we have performances producer uh, showcase which is by the homie Draz um, yeah, uh, Bruce Beats and East alumni yes shout sir out to Draz. shout out to Draz um, what they Citation do we will be performing uh, along with a couple couple dope dope uh, artists that are um, through Catalyst and other avenues and stuff and it's just a dope spot dope place I'm very excited to actually be being a part of the the night that it returned that you know, mm. we, we bring back Saturday Triumph Night Live. Yeah, shout out to H2O, shout out to Vice City Cypher, Props and Bonds. Um, yeah, man, then November 1st, I'll be performing at uh, the Dia de los Muertos uh, performance. It's uh, an event done by 305 Baked, or Baked 305, sorry, I'm, I'm pushing, pulling an Orion right now. <laughs> yeah. Baked, uh, Baked 305, shout out to y'all. 
Um, I'll be performing there with my brother Victor Viper doing some live art. Yo, hey Vic, I'm gonna have to get with Vic because I've been dying to learn how to do a windmill. Right now, as a matter of fact, as we speak, he's at a battle at Surge Gym, which is really it's uh right off the Palmetto. Um, and Okeechobee right literally across the street from the Walmart okay and he's at a battle right now um, we're gonna be doing a little thing at uh, the that the Dia de los Muertos and then November 2nd he will be a part of our uh, the what they do performance for KCB K Canna Bakery um, another dope uh, it's called the fall hot box event okay another smoke vent uh, okay. smoke event uh, edibles and stuff True. And that's what they do will be in the building. That's October. That's November second. So November first, November second. Once again, follow us on um, Instagram. Follow me, S P A Z three hundred five. Follow the group, W H U T dot D E Y dot D O. And um, yeah, man, that's what we. That's basically you, you could keep abreast to all our events, everything that we're doing through through that medium right there. Dope. I don't have to say nothing else besides the fact that I'm old headed. That's Spaz. Shouts to Rod Productions. And um, that's Bruce Beats and Eats. I'll catch y'all on the other side with the outro. Once again, Spaz, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate y'all. Dope.